kind of wish we had a school bell to ring because, ladies and gentlemen, class is in session. This is your midterm exam. Yeah. Yes, it is. That this is midterm. Yes. We are halfway through. Whoa, we're halfway there. Whoa, living And, um... That was bad. That, but listen, this is not a v- vocal study podcast. Mm-mm. This is a football podcast. So that is what we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. And welcome... To the LR Weekly Midterm Exam. We're going to take a look, not just at the actual NFL teams, but also I think our picks. Right. Grade ourselves uh, out of eight. How are we doing out of eight? Right. Um, how you doing, bud? Like, I feel like we didn't even talk really this week. No, it's... I was... I think the only text between us on Sunday was, I was right... Yeah, um, I think which so. we will, boy oh boy, <laughs> we will get into. Um, so, with that, let's jump right in. Okay. Standings break down halfway through the year. I mean, we, we can go back and we can pick out little nitpicky things from last week. All right, we do that every week, a little something, something different for right. this week. So, we're going AFC East. Um, the most surprising division in football. To yeah, me. Right. Every single team above 500. Right. And I... So one of the things that I did this week was I went back and listened to our first episode that we recorded where we made these predictions. And one of the things that you told me at the beginning was no chance... That anyone has a, a shot at this division that the Buffalo Bills were going to run from away with it. And I said, I don't know, Josh. I like the New England Patriots. Well, <laughs> and we both laughed at the Jets. Correct. And now you look at the Miami Dolphins. So. Right. And here's my thing. Hot take. Well, I'm going to say my hot takes. Okay. Because we will get into a contenders v. pretenders section. Uh, the rattling you hear is a nice bag of Reese's pieces. I mean, the, the, that candy to me is simply undefeated. Um, AFC North. Baltimore. I think is clearly, at least right now, the most consistent team in that division. Yeah, They've won three in a row. They're the hottest team in the division to be sure. I still get this feeling, though, that the Bengals are coming. The Bengals are coming. Yeah, like they're just—they're coming, and it, and it's a matter of—is it going to be this week or next week? But again, right. we're halfway through. You got to make your move. Right. I think the most disappointing division in football. One of the most disappointing. No, I was going to say, I got, another, I got another division. Is the AFC South. And, and I say it's the most disappointing division in football. I, there's only one team in this division that has a positive point differential. Only one. And it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Which is not the team that you would have expected. No. So you look, the Titans have a minus nine point differential, but they're five and three. The Colts, minus 51. 
They're three, five, and one. Three game losing streak. You have the Jags at three and six, and then worst team in football. Mm-hmm. The Houston Texans. Yeah, I mean, I think it's safe to say now. Um, Do we touch on the Colts right now since we're talking about this? Yeah, they, I mean, what are that you said last week that Ursay's got to go? Yep, and I think that what just occurred this week. What is he doing? Like Jeff Saturday's. Coaching experience is high school football. Yeah, and he was working for ESPN doing commentary of like NFL mid-morning shows during the week. I just... Did you hear the what Ursay said about the top um, quartile? That the Colts are in the top quartile and wins of the top quartile. And the guy is nuts. He's, just He's an not, idiot. He's not... He's delusional one. Idiot. He Again, this move sets your franchise back. If you're going to fire a coach mid-year, you better have like Vince Lombardi, Don Shula, or Bill Belichick walking through the door, and he does it. He has Jeff Saturday, who is a great center. Don't get me wrong. And you know what? Maybe it proves us all wrong. But I do not see any way that this works. No, I just, I am not, I'm not sold on it. I think Ursay is making a fool of himself. And I think that this just, again, makes my point of this guy's got to go. He is killing this franchise. Go West, young man. Um, Two pretty good teams. But again, only one team with a positive point differential. Like it's amazing we're seeing, and I think that speaks to the parity that's in the NFL right. this year. Is that you don't have these? I mean, you have a few teams with just obscene point differential. So you have the Bills at plus one hundred two, you have the Eagles at plus ninety. Other than that, I mean, you have an entire division in the NFC South that not a single team has a positive point differential. These are very close competitive games. But I think the Chiefs so far, at least for my money, are the best team in the AFC West. Yeah, and I had said my my Arizona Cardinals pick from last year. This year was the Chargers. It's not looking awful, but it's not looking great. But the only reason I think it's not looking awful is this might be the team that has the most problems Injury-wise, in the NFL when it comes to a football team. You have Keenan Allen. He's been hurt. Mike Williams now. He's hurt. That offense has been beat up. You have Bosa, who's been hurt. Like, all of these star players, not just an average Joe, all-star caliber players, Pro Bowl caliber players that have been hurt on the Chargers team this year, that has really hurt them. Um, I still like them to compete for a playoff spot. I really, truly do. Um, do I think they're going to win this division? Mm, possibly not. Um, but they have a shot. You know, They're right there. They have an opportunity. And, and they're doing this without one of their best weapons in Keenan Allen. Too. Right. He's been out the majority of the year. So he gets healthy. That adds a little bit more to a dynamic offense, which is already dynamic with Austin Eckler there. So you throw Keenan Allen in, and that could be a much different looking right. franchise. 
Um, moving to the NFC, I mean, when was the last time that we said the two East divisions were the two best divisions in football? It's been a while. I mean, you look, I mean, the top three teams in the NFC East are a combined 20 and four. I mean, that that is good. Like, you could take those top three teams and their losses, combine them, would put them in first place in the NFC South. As well as the, uh, so it put them in first place in the NFC South. Um, Eagles probably the best team in football right yep. now, top to bottom. I yeah. it's just it they're the point differential for the Eagles is ridiculous. Okay though, are you ready for the hot take of yes. the century? Yes, I love the Eagles. I love Jason Hogue. But the Eagles are overrated. And here's why. Four of their wins have been against backup quarterbacks. Okay. You're about to play the Commanders again. Backup quarterback. You're going to play the Colts the next week. Third string slash whatever in Indy. You, you know what? For all we know, Peyton Manning might come out of retirement and be the quarterback for the Colts at this point. Listen to their wins, Josh. Lions, Vikings, Commanders, Jaguars, Cardinals, Cowboys, Steelers, Texans. Okay? Of those wins, the most impressive would probably be the Vikings. Right? But you're thinking, oh, well, the Cowboys win was good, but no Dak Prescott. Cardinals look a lot better with D-Hop. Here's my hot take, Josh. The Eagles are going to be the number one seed in the NFC playoffs. They're going to get bounced. It's going to be the... Uh oh, we're playing against a good team, and they're going to get bounced in the first round of the in the divisional round of the playoffs. That's my hot take. Okay, but th- then who would they play that's going to bounce them in the divisional round? It don't matter. So I've... you're looking at pro- so who would be the lowest seed left is who they're so probably either the four or the five seed with that. So you're looking at probably. I look at that either the Giants or the Bucks, the Falcons, the forty, I, the Forty ers That would be the team that I would be the most afraid. Right, like, okay, but right, but I'm sitting here and I hear what you're saying and I understand that. But tell me a team in the NFC who has a more impressive run. Here, you could look at any team in the NFC and say the same exact thing about them. So let's go to the Dallas Cowboys. Okay? Their wins. The Bengals, not who really struggled those first three weeks. The Giants, yeah. Commanders, Rams, lost to the Eagles, Lions, Bears. So, okay, none of those, that schedule is any more impressive. Then, all right. Let's look at the Vikings. Let's look at the Vikings. Packers, Lions, Saints, Bears, Dolphins, Cardinals, Commanders. 
Dolphins. That's an impressive win. Uh, one. Packers at the beginning of the year. No, it wasn't impressive because you have to look at what they are now. They stink. They're horrible. They're terrible. There's um, nothing there. That wasn't impressive then. It's not impressive now. I I understand the point of you gotta you win, you play whoever's right, on the schedule. But here here's the whole thing about the NFC. The entire NFC is not great. There are a whole bunch of mediocre football teams. Outside of the Eagles, is that what you're saying? Yes. What about the Vikings? I see the Vikings in an elite team. Okay, but look. They've struggled. They struggle to beat the Bears. They struggle to beat the Lions. They struggle to beat the Saints. They struggle to beat the Cardinals. They struggled to beat the Commanders. Like, they have had one dominating win. One. And it was against... One of the worst teams in the NFL. The Lions? The Packers. <laughs> exactly. So you look. They have a four-point win, a three-point win, a seven-point win, two yeah. eight-point wins. and So like they're winning football games, but it's not impressive what they're doing. Now, would I be at all surprised if that happened? No. But it's because there's so much parity this year. Like, I do not feel like there's one team or two teams that are so much better than everyone else. Now, do I think that the Bills are going to get there by the end of the year? Yes. Even though they're 0-2 in their division. Right. That's a bold take, saying the Eagles aren't good. I'm not saying they're not good. I'm just saying... That they're going to be overrated when it comes to playoff time. They're going to... You just see it all the time. You... Come on, Josh. Right, You've experienced... Difference is, the difference is their defense... Tra- like, defense wins in those I, games where your offense doesn't show up. And their defense, it's the second best... De- Everyone talks about how great the Cowboys defense is. The Eagles have only given up two more points. Like... Other than that, they're the second best defense in the NFC. I, I'm just telling you. They're the third best defense points against, or sorry, fourth best defense points against in the entire NFL. I agree. I'm not I'm not arguing the fact that the Eagles are not good. Where's their weakness then? That that's my question. My this is what I'm my experience is. A team that starts this hot. At some point, you're going to run out of steam. Correct. And I think that you could look at that, this stretch where they, they're going to get tested at the end of the year. I don't think you're going to see a single team run the table this year. No. I, I, they're not going to run the table. I'm going to tell you, though, the, the Eagles looking at their schedule right they now. They could. They could. But I think somewhere in the at New York, at Chicago, at Dallas stretch, Middle of December, that they'll drop one just because that's East Coast, Central, South. That that's a lot of travel. Yeah, for but if Titans, I'm an... Titans will wear them down to turn around to play the Giants. That will wear them down. The Bears will get to them. They're sneaky. The Cowboy, like they will drop one of those, if not multiple, in there. That is a hot take. Yeah, it is hot take. I'm just. <laughs> So, you know what? So, moving then, 
do you consider them a contender or a pretender? Then. No, so, they're contenders. Okay. No, 100%. So, but, but you think that they they are ripe for that one game. Hurts has a bad game. What? They turn one-dimensional. Yep. Okay. I just... I've, I've seen it too much in the instance of a Packers team where you just have a phenomenal regular season and then all of a sudden you run into the playoffs and it's just like you run out of that what made you special. You know what well, I mean? E- even Tampa last year right. had the same thing. Right. I, they lose their first home game too. Right. Um, speaking of NFC South, boy, this division is... Horrible. I think this is the worst division in football. I mean, boy, the the one team that we thought we could, I mean, they, they're simply nowhere. I mean, the Bucks, the Falcons, the Saints, the Panthers. I mean, uh, I changed my mind. The AFC South's the worst division in football. Yes, this is like the only reason that the South is worse is because I think Colts, Jaguars, Texans are. Just way worse than Falcons, Falcons Saints, Saints, Panthers. So, I still think Tampa wins this division. Yeah, I agree. But I think, like, you're going to see 9-8, and eight, maybe 10-7, and seven, or 10-8. Yeah. and eight, um, I'm just going to tell you what everyone should be rooting for, Josh, is for this to come down to the last game of the season. Absolutely. The Falcons yes. and Tampa Bay yes. play each other, and Tampa Bay has to go to Atlanta in that football game. You are begging for it to come down to that. Yes. If you're a football fan, we want that. Well, just like we want for the NFC East to come down. Like, could you imagine two out of the last three weeks, Eagles at the Cowboys, Eagles versus Giants? Like, we want those right. to be for because I don't want people sitting those stars. Right. You know, week 16, 17, 18. Go win. Right. Win. The football game. Yeah, for fantasy owners too. That Absolutely. Some, definitely that, that just keeps everyone a little more engaged. Engaged. Yep. Um, NFC West. No, no one no. saw this. No. And I the Niners are good, like you said. They're but need no one. No. I saw the Geno Smith led Seattle Seahawks. Being the second highest scoring offense in all of football. The only team that scores more than the Seattle Seahawks is Patrick Mahomes. Kansas, right. Like Geno Smith and Patrick Mahomes are the quarterbacks of the two highest scoring. Whatever. Like, right. But this is funny because, again, I was went back and I listened to it and we just laughed at the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. Everybody did. Everyone's like, okay, you traded Russell Wilson. The rebuild has started. Psych, 6-3. Leading your division by two games. Wow. But I'm just going to tell you, Josh. I'm worried about them. I'm worried about Seattle. I I love the Niners, man. I know you do. I, I know you do. Now with CMC, the weapons that are, that are at Jimmy G's disposal with George Kittle... Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, CMC. Wow. That is a fantastic arsenal of weapons for you. As a defense, it's like who do you who do you guard? Who do you double? Okay, if you're gonna double the receivers, that's fine. You got Kittle, you got CMC, who's one of the best cat pass catching 
running backs in all of football. And we've already seen the 49ers beat the Seahawks once and beat them back. Right. So then it's like that's going to come into effect here down the road. Um, but, uh, Josh, I'm just going to tell you, we both picked the Rams to win this division. Hot take number two, Josh. Rams don't make the playoffs this Ooh, year. Ooh, I like that. I don't I, think I they think make... you and I can get on board with that. I just, I see too many teams that I think are, you got, right now, any team from the East is better than the Rams. Yeah. Even the Commanders, Josh have a better record than the Rams do. Granted, they've played one more football game than the Rams have. But when a whole division is better than you, that is quite a steep mountain to climb to get yourself back in that playoff picture. Um, are they that far out of the playoff picture? No, they're not. However, watching that game on Sunday against Tampa Bay, they look lost on offense. And we talked about how fantastic it was going to be with the addition of Allen Robinson and Cooper Cup and all these pieces on the offense. And it's almost. It just doesn't work. I said it's almost like someone has figured out McVeigh and his offense. And now all of a sudden, and I think Matt Stafford's getting older. He's not a Tom Brady. He's not an Aaron Rodgers. He's getting older. That injury that he has sustained, I think, is worse than what we know. And I don't think the Rams make the playoffs. I really, truly don't. And that moves us to the NFC North. I told you so. I know. Well, and here's the thing. Like, after... You, so you have week one, then the Packers roll off three wins in a row. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, we've seen this story before. You've lost five straight if you're the and Man, I want to say it was after... Well, really, after the Patriots game, I told you, like, this isn't good. After the Giants game, it was panic... Now it's just like the division's over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have Rodgers now who's talking about his journey with Mike McCarthy. I saw that. Like, I. Now. Now, now here's. So then I'm going to hold you to the same thing then about the Vikings mm -hmm. that you said about the Eagles. They've played against some backup quarterbacks as well, Josh. I will tell you, that's the one thing I wanted to touch on. Backup quarterback against the Saints. Backup quarterback with the Dolphins. Backup quarterback with the Commanders. And now, you might get a Bills team without Josh Allen on Sunday. Yeah. And I, like, that's what I look at with this Vikings team. Nothing too, like, wow about this football team. No, no. Again... They're good. What is the object of the football game? To win. And That's they, what they've done. Right. And I think they have the weapons to succeed with Dalvin Cook, you know, Justin Jefferson, like the Adam Thielen. They're good. But you're just if you're the Vikings, like the Kurt Thuggins, I don't know if you've seen the Kurt yeah. Thuggins with the with the chains and then Adam Schefter put on the chains on Monday night. Like 
You're just waiting for Kirk Cousins to infect Kirk Cousin. Yeah, and I think regardless of if Josh Allen plays or not, going to Buffalo is tough. Yes. Then you got to go Cowboys, good defense. The Patriots are starting to play much better football. Yeah. And the Jets. I would say this is the hardest stretch of football that the Vikings will play all season if Josh Allen is able to play on Sunday. Even if he doesn't. Looking at their schedule the rest of the way, they they do not have a harder four games in a row. We're going to learn a whole lot about who the Vikings are in these four games. Yeah. And I think that you're going to get three at the end of the year that are going to be very scrappy. You're going to have a Giants team that are playing for... On Christmas Eve. For a playoff spot. Yep. That's going to be for playoff position. The Packers at Lambeau in Jan- on New Year's Day. Being quarterbacked by Jordan Love. You never know. And then you got to go to Soldier Field to end your season. Yep. That's which and if at that point like they're playing for a number one seed, the Packers and Bears would take no more joy like they right than keeping the Vikings from being that number one seed. Absolutely, that'll be their Super Bowl of the year. So, no. I mean, midway. So if you look at what our picks were, yep. for currently in first place, for me. I was three out of four in the AFC. I will take it. Yeah, and Not I was. Bad. I was uh, two out of four in the AFC. And again, the one, the Colts, I they were the trendy pick. Should have gone with the King. The NFC is the one where, um, obviously was wrong on the Packers. Obviously was wrong on the Rams. I was two. You, you on the other hand, I was three, four. three out of four. Right. So I mean, overall, I would say three and a half out of four because as soon as Trey Lance got hurt week one, I told you that I'm this not, was no, this was going to be no. San Francisco's division. We to, said beginning of the year. No, I agree. Was our but honestly, though, San Francisco's but San Francisco's not winning that division anyway. No. So I I do think you know some of our best quotes. Oh yeah. For me, the Vikings didn't get better. I still don't think they got better. I think their schedule's easy. Uh, Packers get two bye weeks after London. (laughs) Know what's funny about that quote, Josh? London wasn't even a bye week. London wasn't even a bye. Uh, Packers will finish around 12 and 5. Well, that's already gone. You might want to flip that around. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then my quotes... Colts will be dynamic. Um, dynamically awful. Yeah. Uh, pathetic. Um, L- LA Chargers will compete for the AFC crown. <laughs> no. Not happening. Not with the Chiefs. Not with the Bills. And then one of my other quotes that I didn't type on here because I'm too embarrassed to is when I said that Patrick Mahomes was going to have a down year. Yeah. Wrong. Now, Wrong. Uh, I told you, I texted you on the way over here, that... I had some hot takes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this qualifies as a hot take or not. But I'm going to put you on the spot right now. Okay. Who is your MVP so far through the whole year? Mm, man. Um, I. And this gets into the argument of what is, is the, MVP? the MVP. Because for me, there is one person... If you take them off their team, they will have 
very little success, and to me, that's Patrick Mahomes. Okay, because I think that the there's you watch some of those Chief football games, and there's just like I don't think the Chiefs win the football game against the Titans without Patrick Mahomes on Sunday night. Yep, I don't think that happens. Okay, um, my second, I I have one A and I have one B. Man, Jalen Hurts is having quite a football season. Um, do I think that the the Eagles will would have been as successful without him? Maybe not. Um, oh gosh, Josh Allen too. You look at Josh Allen. So those three, I feel like those that's the three headed horse going into the second half of the season. Allen, Mahomes, Jalen Hurts. Those are my three. Okay. What about you? Staying with the game Sunday night. I feel like Derrick Henry should be the MVP of the league. Ooh. Derrick Henry. Think about this Titans team and what they have given up over the course of the last year. Who do they have to throw the ball to? If you look, half the time right. they're going to Derrick Henry. Exactly. Take away the Titans' ability to rush the football. They are awful. They would be awful. I think you could take a mediocre NFL quarterback, put them on the Bills, they're going to win football games. Would they be the level they are now? No. Probably not, but they're going to win football games. Okay. You give... Kirk Cousins' weapons, which is what we're seeing this year. Kirk Cousins will quarterback your football team to wins. You put a Kirk Cousins on the Kansas City Chiefs with all the weapons that Patty has to throw to, Mm -hmm. he's going to quarterback them to wins. Okay. But if you take Derrick Henry away from the Titans, they have... Nothing. Nothing. Derrick Henry alone, through, like, I think it was last week, had more rushing yards in one game than the entire L.A. Rams had the entire year. Right. And so I, you look at that, and for me, a hot take. Like, if you're going to take the one person on one team who is the definition of most valuable... Then do you consider Tyreek Hill in that conversation? Because Tyreek Hill has and more... And see, that's, that's where you look at this. But it, but then you look, okay, but is Tyreek Hill what he is because of Jalen Waddle being on the other... Like, there's so many different aspects. Correct. And I feel like it's really hard for non-quarterback, non... I, I feel like a running back is the one... I've, I, no, I just don't see a receiver winning no. a most valuable player. I feel like you either have to be a quarterback or you have to be... An absolutely outstanding running back like Adrian Peterson was when he won the MVP. And that's why I look at this and I say, okay, for every other person there, I can't say, okay, but there's other people who would still generate success. Mm -hmm. Ryan Tannehill would not generate any success for the Tennessee Titans if it was not for Derrick Henry. And you look at, from that standpoint, for me, Derrick Henry is my MVP for the first half. Yeah. I could see I, I'm not I'm blown away a little bit because that it's not a quarterback, but 
I can see exactly where you get that from. Speaking of quarterbacks. Yes. Your team has one. Oh, yeah. That fourth quarter. Now, I saw someone, and I don't know if it was Barstool Carl or who exactly it was, that said, oh, that game against the Dolphins was Justin Fields 62 in the garden. And I'm like... No, we still lost. Right. Like, let's not go... But... um, But... Josh, from a Bears fan's you perspective. You have to overreact to this. Like, that that's the thing. You have to. You've never had anything like this. Ever. Ever. Literally in your entire franchise history. No. We've never had an offense that put up consistently 30 points. No. In three weeks in a row. Uh-huh. When we won football games, it was because our defense stopped people and we happened to score more points than the other team. And now, we're we're going toe-to-toe with some of the best offenses in football. And we're scoring points against some of the best defenses in football. Look at the Patriots. Look at the um, Cowboys. Like, the Bears aren't just putting up points against the Texans. They're not just putting up points against the Lions. Like, they're putting up points against... Good defenses. Well, and the Packers can't even put up points against them. <laughs> right, so like, right. Um, but that sixty-two yard rush. The, do you? I, again, I keep going to who do I keep saying he is? I it, Michael Vick. But someone said I forget where I heard this from. Is that they're like he? They remind me of Michael Vick and Lamar Jackson. They said he's not even that. He's a he's a his own specimen. And it's like, now that he's, like, everyone's like, oh, he's just running the ball. Like, he just gets it, and then he finds a hole, and he runs. He The dime he threw to do, Mooney under pressure in the back of the end zone. Um, the sidearm throws that he's completing to commit for touchdowns. Um, he just looks like a, just a dynamic quarterback. And he's running the ball because he has to. Now, there, he's also running the ball on a lot of designed runs. Like, the thing is, okay, he is your best offensive weapon right now. Right. Period. Right. You put the ball in your best offensive player's hands. And what's nice about that is he is required to have the ball for every, most every single Almost every single play. Right. And so you look at it that way, okay, he was responsible for 290 yards of offense on Sunday. You take it. Like I don't I don't care what it is. For the Bears, you like right like and I don't know, I'm coming from a Packers standpoint. Um I mean from a Bears standpoint, it has to be just such a breath of fresh air. It is. And I so everyone thought like I would be so angry after that Bears Dolphins game because which by the way, NFL referees just because this is what everyone thought. You have to be so mad because of the non-call. I'm not because of the success that my, my team is getting now without the pieces that are required, right? That they need, that they're going to get next year. But here's what I need to say. NFL referees, you cannot call the pass interference call on Eddie Jackson at the beginning of the game. And then not call 
a blatant hands around the waist, not allowing Claypool to jump and go towards the ball, pulling him back away so that the other defender can fight off, that can knock the football down. And it just came out today, the Bears sent that film into the NFL and they said, one, the Eddie Jackson pass interference was not pass interference and the Claypool one was. You can't do that in fourth quarter football games. You can't swallow your whistle. You can't do it. Especially if you called it at the beginning of the game on the Bears. You have to call it both ways. It can't be, oh, well, we're not going to decide the game at the end of the game. Well, then you shouldn't have decided any part of the game at the beginning. That, to me, I have a problem with. However, Josh, I really, I think... By the end of this, I, I and I hope I'm not, I think we could be putting Justin Fields in the same category as Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. If we get him the pieces around him, I think Komet is going to end up being a great tight end. I really, truly do. I think Mooney and Claypool, we sign Claypool to a deal. Those are two good receivers and you add to it. I think the Bears bolster that offensive line. Really, Josh, that offensive line has not been as bad as it was at the beginning of the of the season. It's not that bad. But even if you improve it, then it's only going to get better. But really, the now, who would have thought that we would be talking at this point of the season where the Bears need to improve on? Defense. Their secondary, I believe, is fine. Yeah, they had a rough game against Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell, but... Those are great receivers. But the Bears need help at middle linebacker. They need help at the linebacker positions altogether. And they need some pass rushing. They haven't had that all year. But Josh, I'm going to tell you, at 3-6, and six, you would think, man, Christian, you're having a miserable football year. Man, Josh, it is fun to watch the Bears. Mm-hmm. It is so fun to watch fields. Just navigate the the offense the way that he does, and he's changing plays. He's throwing quick outs on blitzes. He's getting the ball out of his hands quick when he needs to. Like, I'm just I'm enjoying this, and I'm gonna enjoy this ride. I really am. I don't care for three and six. I don't care if we don't make the playoffs. The improvement of this offense going into next year, it can, just can only get better. Yeah. So, your turn? It's over. Like, it's, it's just, it's over. I, number one, how much on this podcast have you and I talked about how much we hate analytics? Yeah, I hate it. The, oh, well, the numbers say to go for it here. Okay. Packers scored a touchdown in the third quarter, went for two, missed it. So you lose a point there. I think they had three, I know at least two opportunities to kick field goals where they ended up going for it on fourth down. There's six, there's seven points, add seven, there's your game right there. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. 
there's no I I almost would say there's no talent on the Green Bay Packers right now. I mean, you finally get a game where the defense plays really well for the amount of time they're out there. Aaron throws three picks in the red zone. Right. He's our leading rusher. Like, it's just... Now, Aaron Jones got got hurt. hurt. Fine. Okay. What else is new? Someone on the Packers getting hurt. Um, Was interesting, Christian. Mm -hmm. Uh, The first injury injury reports for this week came out. Okay. Um... I'm just going to read you the names. Okay. Of either did not practice or were limited in practice today. David Bakhtiari, Devondre Campbell, Mason Crosby, Romeo uh, Dobbs, Rasul Douglas, Rashawn Gary, Alton Jenkins, Aaron Jones, Alan Lazard, Aaron Rodgers, Preston Smith, Eric Stokes, Sammy Watkins. Um, that would be our buddy. But everybody, like, there's just. Okay, but. Are you blaming this season on injuries? No. I am blaming this season on Aaron Rodgers, on Matt LaFleur, on the entire Packers front off. This is a whole. Systems failure because the thing is, you not everyone was banged up week one. Sure, you had some, and the problem is, is that this is what the Packers franchise has done. They haven't improved through free agency. They really haven't improved through the draft. That it's just it's over. the The window for the Packers, and I'm not even talking about winning a Super Bowl. I'm talking about competing at any level is over. With this current core, if you can even call it that anymore. Yeah. And this is what you get when you let Aaron Rodgers run things. I just I just don't understand the the play calling on the goal line. I just and I don't I don't know if that's Aaron Rodgers audibling out of run plays to pass plays, but if I got AJ Dillon in the backfield. That guy's getting on the goal line, he's getting two to three touches. You have to. And then okay, if you run it three times and you don't get it, and then you want to throw a play action or something on fourth down, fine. Four throws. Your fourth being a rollout come throw across your body to a left tackle that comes up five yards short. That's what they did. It's just it's over. That like over it. I mean, I've been trying to tell people this for how long? Yeah. For how long? Yep. And you've always told me, "Oh, they're gonna figure. They're gonna put it together." Same thing. People in school. <laughs> no, they're gonna fit. It's Aaron. Come. On, they're gonna figure. No, they're not. They're a bad football team, and it's not one person's fault more than the other. It's just they stink. 
They're bad. It is a bad and, football team. And here's the thing. Like, our football teams both have the same record. But it's completely... Isn't that crazy? Opposite ends of the world. But isn't that crazy to think, though? Like, oh, but... So, like... Joe, I always love to text Joe. Because Joe's the kind of guy that... He always thinks that everything's going to be okay. And he sent me a picture of the standings. When I was saying, man, this is not good for you guys. And he sent me... Got the same record as you guys... And I said... It's not the same. It's man. not, though. It's not. And that's... We are... Our 3-6 and six is more enjoyable to watch than your 3-6. Well, okay. And then you also look at... Right. And you have to look at our last five. Giants, Jets, Commanders, Bills, Lions. Of those five games at the beginning of the year, I would... I lose one. Yep. You lose to the Bills. And now all of a sudden... You lose to all of them. The Green Bay Packers have not scored 30 points in a game all year. Not yeah. once. And the Bears have done that the last three weeks in a row. Exactly. And again, you tell me that at the beginning of the year, I say, you're insane. The Packers have more games in the single digits than they do with 30 points. So, because this, we're at a mid-season point, what is your hope for the Green Bay Packers right now? Again, the hope was, last week, you pull your head out of your rear, you trade people, and you just tear it all down. That's what you have to do. You have to tear it down. Well, unfortunately, that is now out of the op. That's Correct. not an option. So, what is my hope? Yes. You bench Aaron Rodgers. You play Jordan Love. You're out of this. What? You're out of. What this. do you think that's going to do to your relationship with Aaron Rodgers? I don't care. Do you think he? Here's my question. Sure, retire. No, no, Who no, no, cares? no. Here's my question. You bench him. I'm not saying bench. Like, cut him? Yes. I don't think that's an option. I Why think not? You're going to have to eat a lot of money to do that. You're going to eat a lot of money either way. But, so you can either lose but games. But if, here's what the, the good part of this is. If you bench him and force him into retirement... It will save you money. Right. And I think that's what you do. That's your best option. Like, that's all you, you bench have left. Him, you hope that he retires. You save money. You then play love. See what you have. If you lose, then you bat, you draft his replacement. Yes. Or are you going to give love more chances than just whatever you have of the rest of the season with the... With the pieces that you have. Is that a fair assessment of Jordan Love? To me, I don't think so. I think you have you to... you got to give him this year and put right. him next year. Because you can't, sure. Because if you look, Justin Fields, if we would have assessed him based on last season alone and uh-huh. the beginning of this season, we would have said... And you, there were people that were ready for the Bears to draft the Alabama quarterback. Those people look stupid now. Because you got to give these kids a chance to develop. 
Yeah, and I think that that's why, you know, you're not going to compete this year. Throw them to the fire. You get an extra season out of them then, essentially. You get, you know, seven more games of high-pressured in-game experience for Jordan Love that then gets you ready for the future. You, you get a seven-game preseason, essentially, for him. Um, you got to trade Aaron Jones somehow. You should have traded him last week. Now he's hurt. Now the trade deadline has passed. You run Cowboys, Titans, Eagles the next three. You're going to lose to the Bears. Like, they're going to lose these next four. So then all of a sudden, you are on a nine-game losing streak. Okay. And you will be sitting at three and ten. What is the harm with the Rams, the Dolphins, the Vikings, and the Lions? Man, that I mean, really though, now you look at their schedule, you They might not win another game. They might win five games. They might honestly be the opposite of what you originally projected them at. They might be five. Okay, and tell me which one of these games they're going to win. Well, you could win the Lions. Could 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 is the key word there. And you could beat the Bears. Maybe. You know darn well Rodgers gets up for that game more than anything. Especially in this It's situation. not just him, though. Yeah, I know. So, okay, again, maybe two. Yeah, I would that's five. Maybe one. That's five, though. You get- I would say that five wins is just as likely as them losing out the rest of the way. Which is insane. To the think. Green Bay Packers could very well finish the year 3-14. and 14. Could they get the number one pick? No, because the Texans. What if the Texans find a way to win some football <laughs> well, yeah, games? Right, and the Packers get it up as being the worst team in football this year. Mm-hmm. And I would have zero surprise about that. Like, if you watch this, and it's not just, oh, well, they're losing close football game. They're bad. Yeah. There's just no talent there at all whatsoever. <laughs> No fighting. We got the refugees. No fighting. And much like no Shakira, at least my picks don't lie. Um, buddy, your picks this last week. Not good. Do we're, we want to talk about it? No, I'm good. I was six and seven. You were ten and three. Let's move on with our lives, please. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. With that. Carrying on with the midterm theme of the show, I used to be a teacher. You are a teacher. Yep. And so continuing with this theme, who better to bring on than El Principal? Yeah. A a principal who has to deal not just with your psychosis not just crystals cults he must also put up with cindy's titans <laughs> the principal at dub t elementary mr nate coffee yeah welcome to the show hey guys thanks for having me Okay, um, you can do better than Christian. Of I, listen, all you have to do is pass. Like, it, simply pass <laughs> this week. Uh, and really, you don't even have to pass. Uh, just 51% and you would be better 
uh, than this abysmal human that is currently sitting. <laughs> Again, why is it always that like when my picks are better, we're at your place where I get the comfy couch no matter what. Yeah, I know. But then when it's at my place, you still get the comfy chair. I still get the comfy yeah. chair. It, but moving on, uh, let's halfway through the year. Uh, I'm 83 and 52. You're 76 and 60. It's not bad. It's not as out of reach as it was last year. But it's, but it's getting there. It's getting there. So uh, refresher halfway through. We will go through. We will pick every game. And then we will lock in our locks of the week. This week, we might have a chance to go perfect this week. You think? I think we have a chance to go perfect. Mm, I don't think so. I think there's a chance to go perfect. Because yeah, the first game of the – this what an awful Thursday night game. Horrible Thursday night. Uh Atlanta and Carolina. Uh, I'm going to take the dirty birds. I mean, I think Atlanta's playing very good football right now. I think Carolina's going to struggle uh, to be able to contain Marcus Mariota. Yeah. Big Marcus Mariota guy this second half of the year. I might give me a Marcus Mariota jersey because my quarterback is hopeless. (laughs) Uh, So give me the Atlanta Dirty Birds. Yeah, I'm going with Atlanta, too. Uh, I like Atlanta in this football game on the road. I just think Carolina's a mess currently without, you know, really any answer at quarterback. And now you trade CMC. DJ Moore looks basically disinterested in the game. I'm going Atlanta. All right, boss, what are you going with? Uh, I am going to go with Atlanta as well on that, but probably – this will be one of those wonderful Thursday night games where it's uh, the most boring game to watch. I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of scoring. It's, I don't know. There hasn't been a good Thursday night game that I've seen yet. This, this And that's so. the thing, like Bezos yeah. is paying out all this money for awful Thursday night. Football Maybe games. he's going to try to get a prime day return uh, and send the NFL <laughs> back. Um, Seahawks in Tampa. Th- this line surprises me a little bit. Um, strictly on the grounds of I think you have a really good offense going up against a pretty good defense. But again, I just don't know if Tampa's going to be able to score enough to keep up with Seattle. I know it's literally shipped to Germany. 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 Yeah, we're shipping this Main game to Germany. continent Europe. We're no longer just shipping to London. We are shipping to Germany. Um, get yourself a schnitzel for this early kick on Sunday. Give me the Seahawks. Ooh, I'm I'm going Tampa Bay. Uh, the only reason I'm going with Tampa Bay is I feel like this is a game when you get, you know, you go overseas, having those veteran guys that have done this before in the locker room pay dividends. I, I like Tampa. Um, big win for them against the Rams on Sunday. It may start propelling that offense, getting it going. I, I'm going with uh, the Tom Brady Bucks. Oh, I think I'm going to go with Seattle on this one, uh, mostly because just from what I've seen from Tom, aside from his comeback last week, he has not been really performing very well. Guys are dropping the ball, and Seattle's playing well as a team. It's not just about Russell Wilson anymore. So I think that uh, seeing that happen, that would be the team that I'd be going for in this one. You know what, sir? I definitely think on a rise evaluation that that is a definitely straightforward. <laughs> that is a straightforward. Christian is a it, probably a two. That's probably a needs two improvement. Point. Two. Yeah, that's probably a needs improvement on that. You're really bringing up my evaluation. Yes, right I am. Now. Moving on. I'm sorry. Uh, 
Minnesota Buffalo again. We touched on this a little bit earlier. I think a lot on this game depends upon whether or not Josh Allen plays. Um, he's day to day. They gave us a big. We'll see. Again, it's Wednesday. It's early. That's one of the problems with having the Thursday night. So much can change between now and Sunday. If Josh Allen plays, I think the Bills roll. If Josh Allen doesn't play, I think the Bills still win, but I think it's a much closer game because, Christian, no one circles the wagon like the Buffalo Bills. That is true. Stole. Yeah, so here, do you know who the Buffalo Bills backup quarterback is? Case Keenum. Let's go. Okay, Case Keenum, former Minnesota Viking. Absolutely. Minneapolis Miracle, Case Keenum to Diggs. I'm taking Buffalo either way. I like Buffalo to win, either if it's Josh Allen, even if it's Case Keenum. I'm just going to tell you, this is Minnesota's first big test on the road against a really good defense. I like Buffalo in this game. Uh, I'm going with Buffalo on this one, too. Uh, I don't think Kirk Cousins and all of his chains can pull this one out. So. Kirk Thuggins, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the Vikings are as good as their record shows right now. See? They just have, All right. Yeah. We, we had this conversation earlier in the pod, um, and I just think that can be said about the entire NFC. I think that I think no one is. in the NFC really like, okay, so you have the Eagles, you have the Vikings, the Cowboys, the Giants, who are all, you know, eight, no to six and two in that range. But, like, nobody's really sticking out to me. as like, oh, this great team. Um the Detroit Lions and the Chicago Bears, the second and third best teams in the NFC North do battle uh, this weekend on the lakefront. Um, Bears by a billion. Uh, I'm going Bears as well. Um, I think that watching the Detroit – so I had the Detroit Packers game on the second TV on Sunday. Which, side note, it was such a blessing – to be up in Northern Michigan with no service for this game on Sunday. Yeah. Like I could watch a single site and I was so thankful for it. Right. You're playing Arcadia bluffs. That's I, okay, a pretty good. I was also playing Arcadia bluffs. So that helps until Bambi got in the way, but that's a song for another time. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, I bears by. Yeah. I like the, I like the bears. I think fields has a really good game. Uh, I think this is the chase Claypool coming out party game. Uh, I like Claypool over his receiving yards in this game as well um, and chase Claypool to get his first touchdown as a Chicago bear on Sunday. Yeah. I always have trouble picking games of teams that I uh, root for mostly because for my entire life, my Mondays have sucked because uh, the bears lose every Sunday. So uh, I'm going to go with the bears on this one too, just as long as fields keeps doing what he's doing. I, I think that they're doing a good, good job of uh, playing to his strengths now instead of trying to force the offense on him. And if they keep doing that, I can I think the kid's a superstar. So, O H I O, right? Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> that's whatever. Uh, Bronx Nation, let's cry. Yeah, taking on Cindy's Titans. Yeah. Once again, I ah, uh, mom and her Titans, man. Uh, I think the Titans are going to win this football game. I think Derrick Henry, 
again, when you're playing a defense like the Broncos, that is a pretty good defense. I think the run game becomes very important. I think Tennessee is going to control uh, the line of scrimmage. Give me the Titans. Yeah, um, I like the Titans in this game too. Um, I really like the added dynamic of Malik Wilkes at the quarterback position with that run game. I think it really caused Kansas City fits on Sunday night. Uh, I think it's a little bit more difficult to defend Derrick Henry when Malik Wilkes can keep the football and find the, you know go the other way, a little read option. Uh, I like I like the Titans in this game, and I honestly, Josh, like the Titans to just continue with Malik Wilkes yep. and develop him because you pair him with Derrick Henry, that's a really tough thing to stop. So uh, I'm going with the Titans as well in this football game. I'm going to go the other way on this one. With Wilkes, I think that as long as – if they were to keep playing to his strengths – I think that there's a ceiling there at this point. I don't think he's developed enough. Uh, I think Denver's going to win the game. Texted mom right now, like, hey, just a heads up. <laughs> uh, uh, anyways, uh, what I think might be one of the most lopsided games of the week, Jacksonville going into Kansas City, give me the Chiefs by about 900. Yeah, I'm going with the how about those – Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs by a billion. I think that's a no-brainer. Chiefs. (laughs) Which, I mean, there have been – and see, this is the game – like, you have one game every week that you think is just an absolute lock that turns out not to be. Buffalo against the Jets, yes, last week. Should have been, wasn't. Uh, You look the week before – uh, probably Vegas and New Orleans, maybe uh, Cincinnati and Cleveland definitely fits that mold. Wasn't um, Tampa Bay at Carolina week seven should have been, wasn't week six, San Francisco at Atlanta should have been, wasn't Tampa at Pittsburgh should have been what. So like, this is the type of game though, that this year in the NFL should have been, Hopefully will be for our picks. Uh, the worst team in the NFL, again, how this line is only six and a half for the Texans going to MetLife. I don't understand. Right. Like this spread seems tiny. Give me the G-Men. Yeah, I'm, I'm going G-Men too. Uh, Houston's the worst team in football. Poor Lovey Smith and his Santa gray beard just can't enjoy a, a fun season in Houston. So uh, give me the Giants. You don't think Lovey's going to turn it around for him? Mm, I think he's going to continue to look at the Jumbotron and hope that things turn around, but not going to work. I think Rex is probably going to be his quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Rex is our quarterback. I, have, I have the Giants on this one as well. <laughs> yeah, Rex is our quarterback. Rex is- <laughs> the Saints go marching to the Steel City. Um Boy, this is just a football game of. Yeah, do we can we ship this one to London? Yeah, can we or Alberta or somewhere? Uh, but but in support, your principal is here picking with us. Uh, my principal and his whole family are lovely Steeler fans. Uh, I'm going to give a vote of confidence this week to the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> I'm going Pittsburgh. Uh, I just watched that Saints football game on Monday night against uh, Baltimore, and I just think they look atrocious. I just don't – there's no 
Andy Dalton's your quarterback. He's immobile. He can't move around. Their offensive line is terrible. Outside of Kamara, Alave is probably your best offensive weapon. Michael Thomas is done. He's he just gives up. He's hurt all the time. Um, I'm I like Pittsburgh, and you know Pittsburgh maybe give Mitch another chance. Just one more chance for Mitch. Turn this season around for you. Pickett's posse, baby. Yeah, well, I'm going Pittsburgh. Mr. Kaufman. I I'm really liking that uh, Mitch is also not doing well for uh, you know <laughs> the dealers just because it kind of proves a little bit that uh, he might have been part of the problem in Chicago. Um, however, I am going to go with Pittsburgh mostly because the last two weeks I've bet on uh, the over on Alvin Kamara's rushing yards and he hasn't gotten it. So <laughs> this is a spiteful uh, Pitt- Pittsburgh pick here. The Colts and. The Raiders. Uh, hey, Devontae finally had a game. Yeah, he did. Um, I the cold. I Jeff, Jeff Saturday's coaching debut goes to the Death Star in Vegas. His press conference today. I'm not gonna back down. I coach or I played with five Hall of Famers. I know how to prepare. I know what it takes, buddy. This isn't high school football. Give me the Raiders. Uh, I'm taking the Raiders as well. Um, I think Jeff Saturday, every time I think of Jeff Saturday, I just think of the Peyton Manning mic'd up moment where he's like, we'll run the ball. You want us to run the ball, Jeff? We'll run the ball. Well, for for, uh, Jonathan Taylor fantasy owners, maybe you'll see the Colts run the ball. You know, it's just that's what Jeff Saturday wanted to do. That's probably what they're going to do. Um, but who's going to call plays? Someone that doesn't have any NFL experience calling plays. Big red flag for me. Jimmer says an idiot. They're in the top quartile of wins in the la- in the quartile, whatever that man was saying. He's just, he's nuts. He doesn't know his head from his rear. Uh, give me the Raiders. Is Jim Irsay quickly becoming Jerry Jones or Al Davis here? I, yeah. Uh, I agree with you on that one. Uh, are they bringing in Jeff Saturday just so that they can try and talk Peyton Manning into coming back and coaching and taking over? I I don't know. Raiders will win this big. The Cardinals and the Rams, um, two teams desperate for a win. Wait, that's not the Rams. I have the Rams on here twice. Why do I keep doing this, Christian? This is like the second time you've this done that. This is the second them. week in a row. I listen. Cardinals and Rams. Is it is Cardinals and Rams, correct? Yes, the Chargers are playing San Francisco this week. Okay, so who yep. okay, so I messed up on the Monday night game. Okay. We're back. Yeah, here uh, we go. This is a live show, people. Give us a break. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I am taking the Rams uh, to defend home turf here. Um, I am picking the Rams as well. Uh, I hope for the fa- sake of my fantasy team that uh, Hopkins has a billion yards, but I'm not going to hold my breath when you're going up against uh, Jalen Ramsey and that Rams secondary. Uh, but I just, this game to me is going to be not as exciting as what it, we thought it would have been 10 weeks ago. Um, this is, these are two football teams that are struggling to find their identity. Uh, I like the Rams in this football game, but I think it could go honestly, either way. 
Yeah, I'm going to go with Arizona, mostly just because uh, I think I got on the phone with my brother earlier in the season talking about Aaron Donald. And I think I was like, I, I don't think I like him anymore after the whole uh, helmet incident at practice. And so, again, it's just another one of those spiteful picks. I think uh, Arizona is probably going to do well. You're right. Hopkins is going to get quite a few yards and hopefully um, hopefully they'll, they'll win. <laughs> Dallas is going to demolish the Green Bay Packers. Just demolish? Well, you can't do much more than demolish, Christian. <laughs> I taught words for four years. Demo- <laughs> like, once something is demolished, it's pretty much gone. It's what the Packers I are. thought they were already They're done. done. It's over. There's nothing left. It's just, it's done. There's nothing so there. Is with- Fire everyone. The only good part about going to Lambeau is the Brock. There's nothing else good left to see at Lambeau Field, Dallas by Billy. Okay, well, I'm going to continue, my yes, friend. Please in, do. In picking the Packers. Nate, I've picked the Packers for six weeks in a row, and they are one in six in that span. And I am willing to take a loss every week as long as the Packers. 30-second timeout. <laughs> you cannot have picked the Packers six weeks in a row and then be one in six. They have not played two games in a week. One in five. They're one in five. The last six weeks in a row, I've picked the Packers. Okay, there we go. We got our math in. One in five. Okay. Sorry. So, but no, I've, I'm picking Green Bay. But you know what, Josh? Could this be the game of the week where – No. You never – you know. No. Do, do you need me to read you that injury report again? Yeah, could you? I just... Absolutely. <laughs> Let's go. Just for fun here. Packers Wednesday injury report. <clears throat> Shall we? Yeah, you shall. David Bakhtiari did not practice. Devondre Campbell did not practice. Mason Crosby, limited practice. Romeo Dobbs did not practice. Rasul Douglas, limited practice. Rashawn Gary did not practice. Elton Jenkins did not practice. Aaron Jones, limited practice. Alan Lazard, limited practice. Aaron Rodgers did not practice. John Runyon, limited practice. Preston Smith, limited practice. Sammy Watkins did not practice. So can you come back in about an hour when I'm ready to go to bed and just read me that and put me to sleep? So there, there you go. I, like, I legit, at this point, do not know who the Green Bay Packers are going to run on that are field. going to have on the field. It used to be one of my buddies who was a big Joe was a big Packers who is a big Packers fan used to say that Rodgers could throw to a guy from working at Walmart and be just fine. That is no longer the case. The Packers are in trouble, but you know what? I'm going to pick them this week because continue the trend. I appreciate you following on that story for the rest of us bear bear fans that would love to see the Packers lose. So um, Dallas again, by a lot. Um, I just think with uh, Dak and uh, Ezekiel Elliott, the Packers aren't going to stop him. And Rodgers is probably uh, could practice. He's probably just crying about something or doing Jeopardy. I don't know. Something. Uh, he was probably do no. Pat McAfee's on Tuesday. He does Pat McAfee on Tuesday. Yeah. I wanted to watch that so bad. I just want to hear what he has to say because Pat loves that guy more than life itself and he just wants him to continue to go on his show so you know that pat just tries to sugarcoat anything everything and there's one packer fan 
on the Pat McAfee show that's just ready to tear Rogers a new one, but he tells him, dude, you don't, you can't do that or he won't come on our show anymore. You're right, Josh. I can't stand him. (laughs) Honestly, I kind of like the guy now. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure you do, but like, it's been fun. This has been one of the most enjoyable NFL seasons that my team yeah, has Yeah, I'm seen. sure it has. Yeah, your team's three and six, and you're like, man, it's like we're Super Bowl contenders. Uh, yeah. The Niners and goal, goal charges goal. goal. Um, again, does Keenan Allen play? Does Keenan Allen not play? think that could make a little bit of a difference, uh, but I'm still going to take the Niners in this one. I'm taking the best team in the NFC West, the oh San Francisco 49ers. The Niners are the best team in that division now. You can rub your eyes all you want. They're the best team. They have the most weapons. This is this is this team is going to end up being in the NFC Championship game. Book it. Book it right now. Let's put Nin- a dinner at B-Dubs on that right now. Niners, Eagles, NFC Championship. Wait, we had – what have we had dinner at B-Dubs on so far this year? If the Packers finish – you, it was something with the Packers record. We're going to have to go back. We're going to have to go back and find that. But, so, but then I want to put a second dinner. The Niners – so all they have to do is make the NFC Championship, and I'll buy you B-Dubs. Deal. Okay, cool. If they don't, I'll buy you B-Dubs. Okay, okay. Fair. And you can't do it on cheap dollar wing day either. You got to take me one's price. Well, what? But now here's my question: If my if whatever the bet was with the Packers record, and I win that, and then you win that, do we just call it good, good, or we get to go to beat ups twice? We get to go to beat ups twice. That's a, that's a fair deal. All with right, me. absolutely. All right, sorry, Nate. Chargers or uh, Niners? Uh, I I think uh, without the spread, the Niners are going to win that game. Uh, adding Christian McCaffrey. They're really doing a lot to up their game. So I think you're right. I think that that's a team that could definitely be in the NFC championship game. Nate, you want to go to beat-ups, baby? We're going to beat-ups. <laughs> and now, Christian, it is time to fly, Eagles, fly on the road to victory. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what happens when a Janet Wade music student and a Janet <laughs> Wade piano student Get, get together in vocal harmony. Um, <laughs> I got to talk to Janet about her teaching. So. <laughs> yeah. Hey, she made this man Professor Harold Hill. Yeah, I was the star I mean, role in the music man back in the day. Yeah, pick a little talk a little about this uh, Commanders-Eagles game. I think that it's going to be a lot closer than this 11-point spread. A lot closer than this 11-point spread. I think that this commander secondary is going to be flying around on the link on Monday night, which what a Monday night game. Like, let's mm-hmm. talk about like hands together for a Monday night game. That's not horrible, but the Eagles stay perfect. Yeah. I think the Eagles stay perfect, but I don't see them covering an 11 point spread. This is okay. Last week I told the, you that the Eagles were going to cover a 14 point spread. And they did not. And they couldn't against the Texans. I don't see them covering an 11 point spread. Washington is one of the difference of home and road, though. I don't care. Okay. One of the things that come on, Houston Texans home field advantage. No, but travel. But listen, everything's bigger in Texas, bro. Washington is one of the most dynamic front fours in football. They they are run stoppers. If you can contain Philadelphia's run game and force Jalen Hurts. To, to just strictly throw the football, 
that might be your recipe to have an opportunity to win the football game. So I'm picking the Eagles, but I don't think they cover the 11 point spread. Couldn't he change his name to Jalen Helps? I swear I saw that somewhere. <laughs> I, I think you're right. I think it's it's definitely Eagles here, uh, but you're right. I don't think there's any way they cover that spread. The Commanders are getting better. That that spread it just it surprises me how big for two very good football teams. Right. Um, but really quick though, we were just talking about us singing. We have like. Uh, one of the uh, you know up and coming musicians on our show right now. He's not only a principal, Josh. The guy performs. Where where are you at this weekend? Uh, Four Corners Winery on Saturday from one okay. to four. There you yeah. go. So see, we're giving you a shout out here for our, you know maybe our what forty or fifty listeners or whatever we get. Hey, you know what though? We all got to start somewhere. That's right. Like that, that's all I'm going to say. Um, our locks of the week, uh, the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Only five. Easy. Easy cover for the Cowboys. Uh, my lock of the week this week is the New York football Giants, minus six and a half. I think they win that football game by a touchdown plus. Uh, look for Saquon Barkley to have over. This is my stretch bet of the week plus 150 yards rushing for Saquon this week. Honest, I'm telling you they're going to run, run, run the football on this Jacksonville Jaguars defense, and they are going to struggle. Give me the New York football Giants. Uh, my lock of the week, even though I picked San Francisco to win, uh, I think Chargers are going to cover the spread uh, against them at plus seven. So. I think that they can hang with them. And with that, our midterm exam comes to a close. Pencils down. Please make your marks heavy and dark. If you have to erase, erase completely. (laughs) Um, Nate, thank you so much for hopping on here. Uh, I know you have to see Christian in a mere 10 hours. Um, Long enough, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) absolutely well man thanks again for hopping on and uh for everyone else we hope you enjoy the football